Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your host, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. I heard that little pause on mature audiences. <laughs> what was that about? I don't know that all of our audiences are mature. I don't I'm know. I'm sure they're of age. But <laughs> I don't know that we're that mature. <laughs> I think that's say. why I hesitate. Because yes. it's like, oh, is that a requirement of the podcasters as well? <laughs> Uh, so this week on the Erotic Awakening Podcast, we have all kinds of random notes that don't really string together in any way whatsoever, and quite the backlog of stuff to talk about. Oh, indeed we do. So, you know, and this all comes about with uh, trying to get back into, trying to create some sort of schedule after I just started a daytime job, so we don't get to do that whole 6 a.m. Thursday morning recording anymore. No, it used to be that you spent your days running the part of our Life that is related to the Erotic Awakening podcast, mm-hmm. the presenting we do, the books that we write, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, what we found is that uh, as much as we like doing that community service type stuff, we like money, too. Yeah, we like to pay the bills and have something to eat. <laughs> and uh, instead of taking the path of totally commercializing everything we do in the kink world, we said, well, just go get a good damn job. Yep. Unfortunately, that drives... Us to being a little bit busier in general. So, oh, so I have a question for you. Okay, actually, uh, let me throw this off the the top of my head. All it's right. not in the notes. Ooh. <laughs> so, with the redesign of our life around my job, uh-huh. it feels like you've actually taken on some of the chores in the house. Yep. Not uh, plus with the with everything else that we do. How are you doing with that? So, the question of the day suddenly sprung on me is: How does Master deal with? Suddenly having more chores. Yeah. Uh, See, I... Part of it is the understanding of the realities of life, right? So you have to build your... Whether it's a power exchange relationship like you and me have, any kind of relationship, with an eye towards the reality of life. So Mm -hmm. one of those realities being that... um, if you don't work, we make enough money to live, but we don't make any enough money to plan for the future or to handle catastrophic events right. like a car going down. So, but the other part of the picture is I don't have to do any laundry. I don't have to do any cooking. I never go to the grocery store, etc. So we looked at that and we said, well, that's not the way we want it to be. We want you, we want to have more income coming. We want you to work. Therefore, what is that? What's the, the side effect of that? And the side effect of that is me doing laundry, occasional cooking, supposedly. Haven't done any yet, <laughs> etc. cetera. Uh, fine. It's, so from a master perspective, from the perspective of somebody just in a relationship, it's just makes sense. I don't have any connection to it. I don't have any um, annoyance with it. But what I do want is if I'm doing the laundry, as you learned, I do the laundry. And we do it my way. I don't want feedback that you know it's okay to say look here's where my shirts go here's where my panties go um but you put your whites over there and i put the whites over here and the where and it doesn't matter so don't tell me 
Oh, well, I'm attached to where you put your whites. Well, you're too bad. It's my laundry. I'll do it. So, and I've been okay with that so far, I think. I kind of step back when it's your job. So it's when I'm trying to teach someone else how to do it my way that it gets a little complicated. So I've been able to let go of it being my way because I'm the slave and you get to do things your way because you're the master. It's still driving me crazy, though, that I don't get to do it all. Not that not that you're doing it differently, but that, it, that I don't get to do it all. I mean, I got to do it all for six years. So right. I'm slowly, it's been three weeks, so I'm slowly calming, calming down with that. But this is where that whole contract piece comes into play that you, you get confused over. Yes. The contract where, or the line that says, I need to take care of your house. I want you to help me when it's needed. Right. So I have a need to take care of your house. So if it was ever all taken away, I don't know how I would handle that because it's a need. It's part of my taking care of my master and making your life simpler, you know? Mm -hmm. But now that I'm working, even though I need to do it, I can't do it all and have it done on any satisfactory levels. So, you know, I want you to be able to help me. And this is, you know, I mean... uh it's funny that we've already started the podcast and suddenly we have a topic where we didn't think we were going to have one. I didn't mean it. But, it, but. It is, if <laughs> that was the case, the topic would be the realities of a master-slave relationship. Mm-hmm. Because this is, you know, as much as we've been very fortunate, you've loved, you've had the opportunity to live for you the fantasy slave life for a while. Where you do get to, your primary focus is taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And, my pri- and I've had the fantasy master life where, you know, all I have to do, I go work, I come home. If, and as we've mentioned, right, if I throw a sock on the floor, it's not a drama. It's, oh, master left his sock on the floor. I guess he dropped it. I'll pick it up because right. it's my role. Right. Um, Yay, he dropped a sock on the floor. I get to pick I it up and put it away. Right? <laughs> so now, but the reality is, and we could have you work and continue to do all the laundry and cooking and everything. And bookkeeping. And, and bookkeeping and such. But the reality is you would, you would simply burn out mm-hmm. and crash. And then I would have, uh, and then I'd have to take over everything anyway. Right. So instead, we're doing things a little more controlled. We're doing things a little more logically. And it's the reality of a master-slave relationship in the situation we're at. We wanted to increase our income. Therefore, right. you had to go to work. Therefore, I'm doing more stuff around the house because I want you to be healthy and sane as well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I require a healthy, sane <laughs> slave. Of course, we could have just brought another slave in. Uh, we could have made Bat move into the basement and have her just pop up and do all the stuff. that. But then... We would need to bring in additional money because we would have an additional person here. So right. Bat would have to go get a job, which would mean we'd have to bring in another slave. It's just a cycle. It never stops. I know. I know. So awesome. Well, I'm not sure where that popped in. Obviously, I'm still thinking about it. Uh-huh. You didn't come to Sangha Thursday night. I really talked about it. When I talked about dukkha, which is suffering and uh-huh. worry and, stu- and frustration and stuff like that, I read this little paragraph thing about what dukkha is, and then my mouth just went blah, 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 <laughs> blah, and here's where I'm at, and this is my struggles, and you know, and all this type of stuff, because it's been a struggle for me to, because even our, our um, room, even our, our business, well, uh, I don't know what to call it. So the Columbus Insight Center, yes, you know, yes, even that yes. we've had to split yeah. things and it's not all mine now. And yeah, so a little, little, little difficult, yep. little change, little uh, shift. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I've heard good things about your, your lead, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Yes. For the, whew, now, awesome. Sorry. So question of the day. I don't know. Well, good, good. Uh, now we've got that knocked out. Um, you know, the reality is. And this is where it comes back to there's no one true, one right way to do master-slave relationships, even though mm-hmm. maybe somebody could give us a little more guidance. Because 
Uh, you, here, do a drum roll. Oh, that's not too bad. That's a pretty fast drum roll. <laughs> that kind of sounded like motorboating me. Congratulations to Master Michael and Slave Angie, who are podcast listeners that might remember from Erotic Awakening episode 284, when we talk, they talked about MS and disabilities. Uh, they are the current reigning international Master Slave title holders out of our own Great Lakes region. Woof! Finally, a Great Lakes person. I wish it could have been People. us, but <laughs> this is another great couple. So Absolutely. Yay. Yeah, fantastic. Yay. We're very uh, happy and very proud of them. And, mm-hmm. um, and they're coming to Power Exchange Summit. They are. So we're going to have this fantastic. Um, I, I think that when I think of uh, Master Michael and Slave Angie as the uh, epitome of Leather master slave, right. right? They're the way you're supposed to do it if you're a leather master slave. Right. At least according to these judge panel of judges, right? Right, right. And then I think of people like Kevin and Katie, mm-hmm. who have a very solid power exchange relationship, but I don't, and maybe they see themselves as leather, but I don't think they see themselves as leather s- folk at all. I don't think so. Right? Yeah. So you get this nice juxtaposition. Uh, you get this nice difference between the two mm-hmm. and everything in between, as well as we have some neat daddy little girl things. We have all kinds of power exchange relationships going to be represented. And yeah, 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 at the so power exchange summit. Awesome. org. No <laughs> fucking register. Matter of fact, Ooh. today it's yeah. actually the last chance you get to get the early bird prize. Right. So right. Don't so, dally. Don't dally. We've got great things lined up. So we got the Dom Pamporium. We've got boot blacking we've got just all kinds of stuff and new members on the staff because we have more ideas and it's going to be great absolutely you know excuse me oh man am i dealing with this fucking cold i Uh, know i know i saw this fantastic poster uh little mimi the other day um due to you know the weather so i was in chicago last week for work and when i left it was in the low 50s the next day it's in the 20s or some dumb shit like that. Now it's back to 50s and then back to 20s. Yeah, today I think it's 22. Uh, yeah, the little the little uh, Mimi image thing I saw was the whole canoe Reeves and Sandra Bullock driving the bus. You know, just stay above 50. Just stay above 50. <laughs> That would be cool. Yes. That'd be cool. So, but um, speaking of Chicago, though, you went to work in Chicago uh-huh. less than 24 hours after we got back from Chicago. Yes. From Kinky College. Yes. So we drove out to Chicago for Kinky College. And, um, yeah, we were back on Sunday, saw Phantom of the Opera, and you turned right back right back around Monday and flew uh-huh. out for work. So in the same hotel. So that was kind of neat. Well, until the snowstorm was supposed to come and they switched you up. But I had a great time at Kinky College. So I had a wonderful time. We did two 12-step meetings, a round table, and three workshops. In a day and a half, because we had to leave early Sunday. So, great people, great stuff, fabulous time. So, you know, the interesting thing about Kinky College, and this is one that we forget about sometimes when we go to events, is that we go to these great events and we get our kink on and practice BDSM and we get to be in our leathers and all that kind of mm-hmm. jazz and all that's wonderful. But this KK, the, the theme for us and our interactions at least was more along the lines of people finding their authentic selves. Um, there's a few people that we interacted with that were having a real challenge with who they were as a human being right? and their journey. And KK became a place for them to find some some self-realizations and some opportunities to interact with people that felt 
or or interact uh, had the same feelings or beliefs and difficulties, and and get some experience, strength, and hope in the middle of a kink event. Exactly. I mean, we didn't play at all. So our focus really was doing what we were up there to do and chatting with people, you know, that pulled us aside and had questions and, you know, just like you said, wanted a little bit of a experience, strength and hope. So, yeah, I found it very fulfilling, though. Yeah. You, you, and you mentioned that a few times. I mean, we have a great time at these events regardless, mm-hmm. but but sometimes there are um, aspects that are a little more of the life altering yeah. changing things it helped i guess that you and i actually were the power exchange track for kinky yeah. college so we got to interact with a lot of people in power exchange relationships again we don't teach a lot of skill stuff right mm-hmm. we teach living stuff so uh it's really neat when people touch you know either come back later and say um you know i i, I did a, i learned how to uh, crack a bullwhip which makes me happy but you helped me learn how to see myself in a little gentler light or something like that. Right, right. So the classes we taught were uh, Mindfulness of a Slave, which went really well, I think. So that's one that I do myself. <laughs> and um, you did, what'd you do? Advanced MS? Yeah, Becoming a Master. Becoming a Master. That one went really well, too. And then we also did, what was the third one? Oh, what's love got got to do with with MS? Do with MS, yeah. So just great stuff. And we did. We had people follow us around from class to class because we were the only MS track. So that was was really awesome. But, yay, I feel like I have more to say, and I'm not sure what it is. (laughs) Well, in that case, I'll say... Will you? (laughs) Can you find it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Erotic, wait. It's neat that we no longer... uh, have to worry so much about the the, the income because you have this extra job now. <laughs> but uh, I still like the idea that the podcast pays for itself. Absolutely. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex-related. They offer over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex-positive community for over 10 years. From Massage Wax that you can start light your candle and pour massage oil Ooh. right out of the wax. Nice. Two. Huge, monstrous, double-headed dildos. You can find it all at <laughs> smittenkittenonline.com and use Dane and Dawn at checkout for a 20% discount. Awesome, awesome. I've used one of those doubles before with somebody else. You have. I know. I think I was there. Uh, you were yes. there. <laughs> that was probably the most complex dildo. <laughs> vibrator thingy I've ever seen. And it was two chubby girls trying to use it, so us trying to get positioned. (laughs) So for those kinkier uh, people out there, it was two, yourself and another female, um, and we had the dildo, big, long, double-headed dildo (laughs) in both of you, but it had this weird control module because it had had these built-in balls and all this wacky shit in it. And uh, man, (laughs) I think... Making it with two chicks is supposed to be hot, but I found it very technically challenging. I mean, I didn't even have a hand to touch myself with this. I remember what I wanted to say about Kinky College. Yeah. During your advanced MS class, yeah. becoming a master, Yeah, yeah. I remember whining about my hair. <laughs> oh, 
all weekend. I've been whining about my hair for years now, so I don't like it long, but I don't want it short. So I whine about it when it doesn't do what I want it to do. And I keep thinking if I just grow it longer, it'll look better. Instead, it looks shaggy. So then I try to cut it and I'm not happy. And yeah, so Master threatened to cut my hair during that class and got some rope. <laughs> a rope blade that's supposed to cut rope and had a fistful of my hair and and literally you asked do you have the right to cut my hair as my master you know what my back was to everybody uh -huh. did you get head nods or slaves shaking their head no or what did people say when when you asked if you had the right to oh cut no my yeah hair? they all no they all agreed did they, they all know, agree yeah, yeah. Uh, i i don't know that it would have mattered if they disagreed because <laughs> you had my hair you were going to cut it well the funny thing is this was not so much of a threat as it was a I didn't really have a plan one way or the other to right. cut your hair. Right. Other than I had a lock of your hair. I had something that would cut it. Mm -hmm. And I had a question. And I did not feel the need to cut your hair. I think maybe, I think the audience just took pity on you. They all nodded their head. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. You can if you want to. You don't have to just to show us. <laughs> so what did I do when I got home, though? I asked your permission if I could cut my hair finally. Apparently that and was what you needed. I guess that's hump. what I needed. You had me scared, though, because you asked me in the hotel room how much length I was thinking of taking off. And I showed you, and then I realized what I had done. <laughs> I had just given you the opening to, yes. to cut my hair, so I was kind of worried. Anyway, haircut, short as it's ever been. Right now, it kind of looks like a... You know, I, I think it kind of looks like I did it on purpose right now. It's got that bedhead look. Uh-huh. Because it's the bedhead look. <laughs> I haven't had a shower yet. This is not the so, style of no, bedhead. This is not this is the, the style. I just got the fuck this is the, it won't okay. lay down. <laughs> um, so we should mention what? That uh, Todd wrote to say he likes the podcast, which we very much appreciate. And then Sasha went up to him and said, she wrote and said she loves the podcast. Oh, nice. So, nice, nice. Thank nice. you, Todd and Sasha, for writing in. It's always nice when people write in. Awesome. So, I also want to mention Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. So, their next party is the AIS April Fool's Party, Saturday, March 22nd, which is right around the corner. $20 at the door, bring your photo ID, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. at the Princeton Club here in Columbus, Ohio, first floor takeover. That's the last I heard anyway, so... Uh, find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. You should probably go over to adventuresinsexuality.org to find out about that first floor, second floor. Find thing. out the first floor, second uh, floor, right? They're working on what makes the most sense for uh, adventures in sexuality, where they're going to get the most space, the best play space, and all that. So they'll right. end up wherever is best. Exactly. And I'm thinking of going, but I'm not sure. Oh. The boyfriend will be back in town, oh. but it's his first day back. So I got a feeling him and the wife are going to be. She probably gets... <laughs> she gets uh, first yes. dibs. Right. Uh, speaking of the boyfriend, uh, I, uh, last week we were trying to come up with a name for the mm -hmm. boyfriend on the podcast. Because I haven't asked his permission to actually say his name yet. I probably really should do that. It's yes. nothing except I haven't asked permission and I don't like to out people. Although, it's a, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different. I, mm -hmm. I mentioned Karen's name, but Karen's a pretty generic name. Right. You know, a lot of Karens. Right. Your, the boyfriend's name is not generic. Not generic at no. all, so... <laughs> but... Um, uh, Bungie wrote in, actually, he left us a nice voicemail, mm -hmm. and he suggested we should just do uh, D3. 
Because <laughs> there's D1, me, right. myself, and you know a D2 who we've called D2 that you've dated. That I've dated. So he could be D3 because his name starts with D as well. Uh, the, although I found it fun that he listens to the podcast while he's ironing. He called Bungie, voice, not yeah, Bungie, boyfriend. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, he called in and Google Translation apparently does not. Is not too hip to the Australian accent because man, that came out of some funky ass shit. It was. It was. Uh, did it say somewhere in that that uh, translated message like Somalia or Bosnia yeah, or yeah. something like that? And I'm like, who in the hell is calling talking about politics? Because no, he was yeah. talking about because if somebody had called to invite us to do a presentation in Bosnia, I might be like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, about that. As much as we want to travel, there's some places that (laughs) I don't know that I want to go. You could leave us a voicemail in your accent as well, and we'll see what Google uh, Transcriber does to it. You can call us at 614-414-2072. And if you have a topic that you want us to talk about or anything you want to comment on, you can reach us at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. You can also head over to the webpage, eroticawakening.com. There's a got comment form there with Facebook, FetLife, and Twitter links. Awesome, awesome. Or you can find us. God, we're stalkable. You know, check out our calendar page. We've got someone that we just met at Kinky College that wrote me and wanted to know where we were going to pre- be presenting. She had heard about Iowa, and uh-huh. she wanted to know other places. I, I think she's telling us up front she's going to be a stalker. Yay! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. So we did have a lot of um, tentacle links come in. Good Lord. So, But I think that's because we've been off the air. I think it's because we took an extra week. But still, I just watched this morning. Someone sent me the link to Prometheus, the tentacle scene. We've talked about that before and not yeah. actually seen it yet. So that bit was on the so YouTube. So we watched this morning. That was kind of scary. I, I want my tentacles to be more... Happy. Hot and happy. Yes, yes. And <laughs> I, I totally agree. That was some weird how, ass fucking. Yeah. Mm. How may I pleasure you by filling your O oh, and sucking your O oh, and not let me have your face? <laughs> I don't know. I think you would dig that too. You think so? Yes. I, I think <laughs> that particular scene didn't work for you. But I think overall, your tentacle monsters that you fantasize are about are not the courteous. Oh, by the way, dear, would you mind moving your panties? <laughs> No, I don't no, think that's the tentacle all. monster you go for at all. Uh, so I see 705 did send a nice glass octopus sculpture by the Two Birds Gallery on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty impressive bit of work there. That was pretty neat. And um, uh, we, a steampunk Cthulhu mask was sent oh, by Ed. Yeah, that was that, awesome the, was that the eyeball one that goes on the wall? It could go on the wall. It could go yeah. on your face. It's a mask. Because it seemed like, oh, I didn't realize it was a mask. Because I think the picture I saw of it, it was over like a light fixture so that the light glowed through the eyes. That was cool. That would freak me out walking around the apartment at night trying to <laughs> yeah. take the dog outside, these eyeballs. Uh, Monster Whisperer was sent in by 705 as well. That is a book by Nobilis Reed, or a short story, audio book. I think he, he does audio podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've interviewed him before, yeah, we too. Yeah, and he has so. been on the show. That's neat. And then Naomi sent, um, is that the one that was the whole grouping yeah. of octopus tattoos? No, this I think just the shoulder one. Just the shoulder, the big shoulder one. one. I need to look up the name of the person that sent me um, a whole list of tattoos, and oh my god, they were beautiful, so beautiful. But anyway, anyway, so, thanks guys. I uh, love this stuff. 
I'm tempted to say we should start a tentacle sex podcast, just its own little separate entity. But at this point, we've gone through so many of them. We have. We've gone we'll just keep. So I don't know why people just keep sending them to you. Good for you. Uh, but but haha, I got food on boobs, so to speak. It's disgusting, Wayne. Thank you. <laughs> What did you get? Um, uh, Wayne sent me these, this turkey that had these boobs, and I swear it looks like a picture of a turkey with boobs. It doesn't look like – it's not like a photo – it doesn't look like a Photoshop thing. It was like a turkey with a pair of breasts. It was – this struck me as That's rather kind disgusting. Of disturbing. Yes, it was quite disturbing. <laughs> I, I don't know that I want a turkey breast for Thanksgiving now. <laughs> right. Uh, but Ohio Hedgehog then sent a, uh, a Super Sunday food on boobs that made me much. Ohio Hedgehog. Yes. Hi. Yes. One I of like our, Ohio Hedgehog. Our local people said yes. that he likes the podcast and sent me that uh, delicious looking uh, pair of. We've I mean, had, Sunday. <sighs> we've, had, we've had lunch together before. Have you now? Yes, more than once. I think I told you. <laughs> So, <laughs> you so, might have, you might not have. So, oh, I was just going to jump in a new subscribers. Uh, well, let me shove this in here. Okay. Uh, so this is about 30 seconds long. See if you can hear what I say. See if you can hear my voice and what I say. I'm going to listen again and see if I hear my voice, but I don't think so. Are you looking for a show that is always clean and politically correct? Tough shit. If you're looking for a straight talk about swinging polyamory, and kink, porn. and sexy stuff, and, and everything spankings. around and in between, check out the Blissbringers podcast at blissbringers.com. We let you in on our personal experiences and, and we sex. interview experts, cool people, and random victims. Boobies, boobies. Omnisexual. Horny middle-aged ghosts. Those podcast famous Certain swingers. Squirting and fisting and getting tied up. Two ass cheeks. That seems legit. The dirty little so I don't recall what the context was when we were being interviewed or interviewing the Bliss Bringers, but I assume that was about horny goat weed, which is a <laughs> thing. It's a real thing, but right, uh, right. I don't remember why we would be talking about it, but <laughs> no, me neither. We should probably go back and listen to our podcast sometimes because I had someone recently say, "Oh, when you you know when you said this on the podcast, I really understood," and I'm sitting here thinking. Oh, I better go back and listen to what I say because we recorded that at six o'clock in the morning. Right. I have no clue, no clue what I said, and we ramble so much that I, I just forget. So oh, I'm yeah. glad you do show notes. I, you know what? I listen to our podcast um, after we publish it, and it makes it through into my feed. Right? Mm-hmm. And I listen to our podcast, and half the time I'm like, "What the fuck was I talking about there?" I don't remember having that as a conversation. Right. What episode am I listening to? Right. So well, I used to. I used to listen to ours when I traveled to um, Cleveland to do like their energy group there uh-huh. once a month because I had two and a half hours on the road each way and I missed you. You know, I was Aww. going up there by myself. So I real or if I was going back home to Maryland or something, you know, I would listen to the podcast because it's got our voices on it. Uh-huh. It just sounded comfy and comforting. So I really liked it. But now that I've got my drive in the morning, though it's not as long as I thought it was. I've been trying to listen to my audio books and pick up on the podcast right. again. So. Yay. So uh, you were about to go into the subscribers. I was. So we have this this, uh, uh, newsletter that I send out once a month, and it's actually pulled up on my computer, so it should be going out today or tomorrow. And it covers all kinds of stuff. It covers our projects. It covers what we're going to be doing. It covers, you know, whatever. And um, so we do have new subscribers. Oh, and people that are on it are usually told about our new events first, so Uh they get first chance to buy tickets. But anyway, so we have new subscribers to that uh, list, and we have Todd from Sex Positive Bloomington, Indiana. I wonder if Todd knows my wife, who or ex-wife number 
One. One. Mm-hmm. Who I believe still lives in Bloomington. Does she still live in Bloomington? Around that area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She's still down there. So, and I know Polly Nexus. So Polly, the group yeah, Polly yeah. Nexus is in Bloomington. Oh, no so we've met people from there before too. Would love to get out there and present. Oh, cool. So yeah, yeah, we well, are yeah. okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Matthew uh, from the UK, from the England, from the Norfolk, who by the way sent us the Prometheus link. Nice, nice. And then I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but John Pon from Germany. Why not? John Pon, John Pon, John Napon. <laughs> From Germany, so I'm sure awesome. none of those are right, but that's why. Yeah. So, so a nice global flair to the global podcast flair, today. That's always nice, and you know what? Sometimes people ask us, like, how many downloads we have, or how many listeners we have, or things like that. And the stuff that we pull numbers from doesn't really give us um, uh, the same numbers. Like, right. if we look at two different things that give us statistics, right, they don't right, give right, us right. the same numbers. But we've got this. The international flair of, of people that write us and things uh-huh. like that. So that's just really cool. That is really cool. Uh, and you could join that newsletter if you wanted to from the eroticawakening.com page from the Got Contact form. And you would hear your name also butchered <laughs> as well. Um, I like shout outs. Shout outs. Do we have yes, shout outs from Kinky College? Oh, you know what? We did. We ran into uh, the, the girl that we had in our room for a while. And I mm-hmm. forget what her FetLife name is currently, so I don't want to butcher it. And we actually ran into a few people, but I did not write anything down. Write so. down names. Though so we did <laughs> run into, um, oh my goodness, I want to say Gizmo. Gonzo. Gizmo. We've interviewed him before. Oh, Gomez. Gomez. Yes. See, I know it was one of those names. So He's the fun so part of, uh, this was, of course, Gomez <laughs> from uh, Black Beats and Gonzo. The Beautiful Seven. Um, the thing that. It was really interesting to me. Every time we ran into Gomez and Seven, Seven was in a state of bliss, of uh, either pre-scene, naked, yeah. preparing to scene, or then the next day it was post-scene, wrapped up in a blankie. Uh-huh. So <laughs> both times when I interacted with her, she was in a, a uh, non-standard frame of mind. Yes, so, yes, exactly. She wrote me and said that she loved your hug and that oh, she good. wants one for me next time. So, yay. But... Awesome stuff. Awesome people. So I want to tell you, Dawn, about the most awesome event in our show notes. Yes, sir. Uh, so we're really excited to be heading over to the uh, Texas? Dallas. Dallas, oh, yes. Texas. That's the one you're going to bring up? Yes. Awesome. For Bridging the Slash, an educational retreat for both sides of the slash. I thought Bridging the Slash was quite the key name for that. <laughs> so their focus is if you either as a master slave, dominant, submissive, owner, pet, daddy, baby, girl, or just kinkster in general. To make it a weekend to offer uh, for you to learn more about the lifestyle, the community, and how to make the most of your opportunities. Uh, the folks, and again, so not your standard event. This is more of a right. retreat. It's a retreat focused on growth, personal development, uh, inter and intra personal instructions, play in the lifestyle, love and MS relationships, communications, foundations for poly relationships, protocol evolution, service, and much more. You and I will be there uh-huh. from the Columbus, Ohio. We are heading down there, and uh, we're going to be awesome, and it's going to be a great time. <laughs> it is. It is. So I'm actually really looking forward to it. We, um, The person that was in contact with us on doing that um, has also been on the podcast. Absolutely. Interviewed on the podcast. When we talked about Safe Haven sometime Yes, back. yes. Yep. So also, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Yay. Uh, Hope to see some of you there. Yes, I expect to see all of you there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see just how many listeners we have. Yes. One, 
two. It'll be, it'll be just like the uh, the early days of the podcast where we kept saying we only have four listeners. Right. Because you remember that for I the first do. hundred episodes. That's I what do. we said. So. Uh, so that is about uh, everything that we actually have written down for to talking about today. Mm-hmm. If you uh, enjoy the podcast, feel free to head over to iTunes and rate us. By the way, if you ever, you should check out the ratings at this point. We're uh, yes, over a hundred five star ratings. Wow! Uh, you should tweet about us, lick us on Facebook, tell your friends. Uh, if you're more of the fan where you would like us to actually have a topic. Instead of this rambly stuff, get off your ass and write us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. We actually have a really interesting interview coming up with uh, Ken Ray Stubbs uh, on sexual, sexual shamanism. shamanism. And right. we have a bunch of other interesting stuff coming up. Today we said, look, let's just knock out some show notes and just chitter chat. There we go. We're apparently pretty good at chitter chatting. Oh, yeah, and then one other thing I want to shove in here real quick. Uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago we spoke with Chloe. So a couple of, about a couple of months ago we interviewed Chloe Rose on doing um, from Rose Petal Cams, being a cam model. Right. And then Rose, uh, Rose or Chloe Rose has a new thing going now where she's doing some live kink stuff on mm-hmm. cam. So we talked to her for a couple minutes about that. Uh, I will shove that in here as well. Let's uh, listen to that in just a moment. And that'll be it. Awesome. Anything else to say? Anything else you want to cover this fine morning? I don't think so. We've got weigh-in in a little bit. Yes, we are trying to do the healthy sort of thing. Um, you know what? If nothing else, the focus has really been on being healthy. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, we think we talked earlier about how Kiki College became a more than just a kink event for some people. Mm-hmm. And how you and I and Karen are doing this weight loss thing is kind of a separate thing. Mm-hmm. And what if there's a way to bring those together? You'd have some kind of a fit fitness thing. Mm. That's called foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Ooh, All right, nice, let's listen nice. to a little kink live, and then we'll wrap this fucker up. So, Don, here we are sitting uh, around on the internet. If I wasn't with you right now, and you wanted mm-hmm. to be dominated, what would your options be? I wouldn't have too many. Well, now Aww. you do. <laughs> now you do. Uh, we are, we've uh, brought uh, Chloe Rose back onto the show, and she's going to tell us about our online domination options. Chloe, thanks for being back on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. So we've been aware of kink.com for quite some time and are aware of the Armory, and uh, I think Loki, our friend Loki's involved in that, mm-hmm. and some other people that we know. And uh, they have something, is it new, something new they've got coming out? Yeah, if you if you look at it, it's still it's still beta. I mean, it's still very fresh. So, I'm really really excited to be part of the Kink Live team. And what is a Kink Live? It is it is really um it's fetish based. It's fetish based webcamming. So if you really want a if you really want a dominatrix or you really want a good submissive or you're looking for something specific, it's a good place to go. So the focus here versus the focus of a normal webcam site. Yeah, with your normal webcam sites, you do have you have a whole lot of girls and guys who do regular, you know, your regular sex shows. Um, you can find some of them on there. There, you know, we have I do dom shows on other sites as well, but with with what I do on King Live is that is where I can take my little submissives. I can do public humiliation shows. I can do public shows 
because the expectation is it is completely for people who are into fetishes and people who are into domination and humiliation and things like that. Okay, very cool. And what are you going to be doing there? Oh, I love to put my little bitches in their place. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes your day better than making a, making someone bow down to you and kiss your feet. And this is set up the same way as um, some of the other campsites that we're familiar with. But uh, again, like you said, it's more it's just going to be more fetish focused. Yes, correct. So if correct. you're looking for a, more of a BDSM or a DS kind of scene, this would be an easier way, place to find that kind of stuff. Absolutely, because that's and every one of us we have our profiles. Everything you need to know is in that girl's profile. Um, I there's a beautiful dominatrix on there, Jane Burgess. She's just amazing. She looks so sweet and innocent, but wow, that girl can put <laughs> you down fast. She's amazing. So, what are some of the examples of the fetishes that are covered? Um, everything from um, bondage to, you know, punishments, foot fetishes, balloon fetishes, you name it. I mean, if, there, if there's a fetish for it, there's somebody on there. You have, you have models who are completely submissive. So if you are dominant and that's what you need, there is a, there is a beautiful little submissive slut waiting to take your orders. Awesome. So it's interactive then. It's completely 100% interactive. Nice. And did you say there's, there's submissives on there as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. All right, very I cool. I like that idea. So when, when do we expect to see this go live? Um, it's currently up right now, and you can, you know, members can join. Um, there's permanent rates set. There's... Each girl, like I said, has her own kind of menu. The guys have their own menus of what they do and how much they cost. Usually everybody puts it in their profile, so you kind of know what's going on ahead of time. You can still do very, you can do your private shows um, where it's just you and the model one-on-one, -on -one, and those are at a permanent rate. And, yeah, you can go and sign up right now. So the last, um, the last webcam site had couples. Do you know if this one has couples yet? Um, yes, I believe it does. It's still really new. So if you, if you are a couple and you're wanting to, wanting to put that out there, by all means, go and sign up. Ooh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am looking at uh, the uh, beta.kinklive.com and I see in the lower right hand corner, it, there's a little button there, become a model. Ooh, Absolutely. It's becoming models. <laughs> be mm -hmm. nice. 100%. Have you, have you been on there? Have you uh, had any scenes via Kink Live yet yourself? Yeah, I've been on there a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, as I always have so many things that are going on. So, but I definitely make it part of, you know, I'm on at least two hours a day, just about every day. I do take a day off occasionally. <laughs> I have to. My publicist won't let me not take a day off. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, we will look for you on kinklive.com. Chloe, thanks for talking with us. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, guys. Wait. Now, go. Erotic Awakening <laughs> is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. 
Join us each month for Fetish Foreplay Friday, located at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Fetish Foreplay Friday provides new and engaging kink classes, followed by a BDSM-themed play party. Come out and experience this laid-back erotic event. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at The Room at the Columbus Insight Center for cutting-edge kink classes beginning at 8 p.m., immediately followed by hands-on guided practice sessions with members of the Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club crews. Follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH or search for the Monkey Puzzle Club and look for the Curious Monkey logo. You can also follow Guilty Pleasures in the Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussion. If you live in Columbus, Ohio, come to the Monkey Puzzle Club every Wednesday or... Not. But RSVP first. You should buy RSVP. Yes. yes, absolutely. Limited seating. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.